0: There's always going to be the education that new people need to hear because they've never heard what you're saying before
1: uh. hey entrepreneurs are you going full speed just trying to keep up do you feel you have more losses than wins For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips. So we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff. And get you to your next win now. Hey, entrepreneurs, join the community. We are starting a new Facebook group. And oh my gosh, I am pulling back the curtain and showing you all my secrets of how I get so many ideas to execution and how I show it to my coaching clients. So check out the link in the show notes. Join the community. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. I am excited. I'm Chris Ward and I'm here with Elizabeth Pampelon. and we are going to talk about algorithm proof social media. That sounds like something I need to know. Elizabeth, jump in, tell us where we need to start. Let's not waste a moment.
0: (laughs) Well, thanks for having me on the show today. I really appreciate it. And I'm actually a marketer. I've been a marketer for 20 years. So it took me a little while to figure this out. Did you start I when you were
1: 12? Come on. She's got a lot of freckles, young-ish. people. Very, okay, youngish. <laughs> okay, all right.
0: But, but yeah, I developed a system for myself when I started my first business in 2007. And okay. I just kind of used it for myself. And then I realized several years later, oh my gosh, I probably should tell clients about this and start using it for them. And that's when I started my marketing agency officially. Um, and I use, started using my formulas and algorithm proof social media is one of them. Um, mm-hmm. I have five and I create five days of marketing content or five, a year of marketing content in five days. So that's kind of like my middle pillar. Like social okay. media is something you know we have to do. It's something that's gonna be helpful to us and useful. But at the same time, it can be so overwhelming. And yeah. classic questions that I get are, what do I post? When do I post it? How do I get you know, up on the feeds? And how do I stay on top of everything? And my whole thing is, it's more about organic growth because the ad space is too saturated. Google, being number one on Google is almost just a myth at this point, unless you're doing certain keywords and all that stuff. So it's like, don't pay for anything. You can get just as much out of social media and pretty much all of your marketing if you do it organically. And so when I built my formula for myself, I was too busy to deal with anything. And I said, well, I'm throwing out the algorithm. I don't care about it. Mm. (laughs) And a lot of people around me thought I was insane, but that's really what you have to do when you're a small business with social media. You have to say, I'm going to post what I'm going to post. It's going to be for my clients it's going to be directed at them, not at anybody else. It's not for Facebook, it's for my clients. And I'm going to consistently post and that is how you get around the algorithm.
1: So- okay, So hold on, let me unpack for a second. So what you're saying is, or maybe I didn't let you get to the point. Are you saying like, okay, don't overthink it and don't start doing all the math. Get out there, be you, and don't be like, oh, okay, they say post between this time and that time. Just be you, be consistent, and then that will take care of itself. And don't get caught up in all the science and the algorithms, especially when you're starting.
0: It's so true. You have it totally, totally correct. And when people start out, they have this, like, fire, and they're, like, ready to go, and they're posting every day or whatever that interval is for them. Mm and then they fall off the wagon, right? Like in January, everybody's posting. And then like by April, nobody is, you know? (laughs) And so what I try to get people to do is if you can create a year's worth of content first, because there's always going to be something that you're going to need to say, there's always those evergreen pieces. There's always that stuff that Your clients are going to consistently ask you. There's always going to be the education that new people need to hear because they've never heard what you're saying before. And all of that stuff can be packed into a consistent daily or weekly post that now you have a whole year's worth of content running for you. And I find a lot of people will do social media and then they'll say, well, it's not working Mm. and it's not working because it may not even be their social media. That's the problem. It may Mm. be their brand. That's the problem. Maybe their brand is turning people off or they're not using it in their social media. Right. Or maybe their brand.
1: So let's slow down because I don't want to give you, I don't want to give us more problems (laughs) than we can manage in 20 minutes. So I think the first thing is, that it is. I constantly talk about like it's like a tub dripping water, and it would drips, drips, drips. You're gonna fill the tub, but I know for all of us, when you, you know when you're working and you're busy and you've got other things happening, you think, okay, I got to start being more active here or there or whatever it is, and then because it, in your mind. It's taking away from the pressing work in front of you. Then you don't get these roaring results that, you know, if you see one more 12-year-old on TV that's become some <laughs> mega <laughs> mega superstar making millions of dollars, and you're like, what? What? They're unboxing toys? So then you get all discouraged when your legs go from 2 to 10 to 12, like, ah, I'm doing something wrong. But it, it does take time for that drip campaign, right? And so you can't just abort and decide that nobody likes you and take your toys and go home. That's, that's the number one, right? Yes. And then lesson number two is when you're putting that out there, I guess it may be your brand is where you're going next. But at the same time, that also gives you an opportunity to test your messaging and, and to figure out, oh, OK, because with no matter what you're talking about, there's subcategories within that. Like for me, with when they are, when the day, we're all about. Uh, stopping entrepreneurs from working so hard. And how we do that is essentially helping you create your win team, your what is next team. And we also lean heavily into what we call our super toolkits, which kind of like SOPs, but standard operating procedures were meant for to cover liability and they're never created by the end user, right? But there is some aspect of that that's about productivity. And I thought at first people would want to really hear about productivity because I could give them amazing hacks to clear stuff off their desk so that they could have time to do this stuff. But what happens is when you're, I don't want to say lecturing people about productivity, but what happens is they're already stressed out. And that's not, now you're just sort of, it's up to them to make a change. You give them a solution. If they don't make the change, you just beat themselves up and then you can't move on. Whereas if I can say, look here, let me help you with your team. I can take them from pain to to less pain really quickly. So I had to learn that, you know, initially people would ask me for productivity hacks and I would think, oh, okay, I can give you those. So I thought that's what they wanted, but it was short-term conversation and they easily got overwhelmed. So that was my messaging was off task. And so I explored that. So if things weren't connecting on Facebook or whatever platform, it's like, oh, she's just going to talk about productivity again. Does that make and sense? That's where
0: you're, Yeah. And that's where your brand, people think that brand is just a logo and that's really right. not the case. It is so much more than that. It is your message. It is your mission, your vision. It is your soul of your company. The emotion that your company brings when someone sees it, hears about it. Is told about it by another person. And so, you know, when we talk about brand, it it does include that message. And if you have to revisit that brand, the whole thing, it could be that your colors are off. It could be that your name is not right. People don't get it. It could be that your messaging is off. And so once you fix that, if you're not seeing traction in social media and you're being consistent, that may be the issue. You go back to that brand and fix that first. Then the other thing about social media is it's it's a dead end unless you have somewhere for all that stuff to go. Right. So unless you're pushing people back to a website where a sale could happen, a call, um funnel. You know, a contact form, right, any kind of funnel there, then okay. or any kind of purchase even, then that makes it not the dead end. But if you just do social media for the sake of social media, you can easily run into a dead end there. So having your brand solid, having your website reflect your brand and that message, and then have your social media flow back into your website. Those three pieces really have to work together.
1: Okay so I want to unpack them just a little bit because I'm really we're really passionate here about making sure these are things we can do right away versus you know if your brand isn't working where the hell do I start with that how do I know so I think for you one of the key indicators is if you are consistent and you're doing the work and you don't take your toys and go home and you're like, oh, it's not growing at the rate you'd like to, then you can explore by maybe talking to your customers or people ask the people who are following you, just start asking a lot of questions. What do they like? What are they getting from it? Whatever, just start asking questions and you'll get an idea that maybe your messaging and your brand is off.
0: Yes, and if you have that customer base or some kind of email list, even doing a poll, doing a three-question poll, a three-question survey that just says, here are the three things that I'm gonna try and put out And then a question that says, oh, and what would you like as an other option? And then you'll see where people are going to fill in. And and I've actually done that several times and Mm. seen that people have actually said, I've said, here are the five options I'm offering. And here's the other box. You can write whatever you want. And a lot of people write the things they want and it's stuff that I never would have thought of.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. That's a good point. All right. And then we want to remember that we all just so passionately drive to social media thinking it's all about being liked and, you know, all this stuff that we're looking for validity there. But unless we don't do unless we do something with that, it's no it's no benefit to be popular popularity does not put groceries on the table right yeah so there has to be a strategy that they move somewhere they go into a funnel they go to your website they join they join some they pay somewhere so you have to and again we've all heard this and we cannot hear it enough because you know that like oh okay all of a sudden never mind if the people say well what if something happened to facebook tomorrow or linkedin tomorrow never mind that Sometimes they just kill you dead. I've had more <laughs> business people who are like, oh, I've been wiped off the earth. And it's very unsettling and upsetting when somebody just wipes out 10 years of your life. And, you know, like, and of course, their customer service, exceptional. No one will ever explain to you what you did wrong. So, so you do want to have those relationships off that so they can turn into something.
0: I think that what COVID has done to marketing, someone asked me if COVID changed marketing. And I said, no, it really hasn't. I think it's actually just solidified the fact that marketing has to be diversified Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: that we were putting all of our eggs in one basket or another up until that point. And then realizing we can't just worry about our brick and mortar. We have to also be online. We can't just say, I get all my people from networking events in person I have to do that differently now. So I think that um, marketing is definitely, even though good marketers would tell you diversify, diversify, but it's really become more apparent now that you have to have uh, an email list that's pretty solid. You have to be funneling people into that. You have to have your website that's solid. You have to have good social media presence. You have to have maybe a blog that's running to get that out through SEO and things like that. So I think that the diversification has been a huge piece that people have really woken up to.
1: Okay. So diversification and consistency. So we're talking about consistency, moving the funnel. And was there a third thing I missed?
0: Was I not paying attention? No, that was the two I've mentioned.
1: Okay. Two. Good. All right. Good. I'm writing as fast as I can here. Okay. So what else do you feel that we look o- overlook as far as this all goes? What what's What's out there that we're just not paying attention to?
0: I think people do their brand, they get their message down, they get their website, and then they do the social media and they stop. Okay. And then years later, they come back and say, oh, I think I should have an email list or, oh, maybe I should do a podcast or maybe I should do these things. And they start to look at diversifying, but now they have to almost start over because they have to start these things up from the ground that they've never even put any effort into before, like an email list. I've had several clients come to me, even though I had mentioned to them, let's just put a box on your website Let's put a little free ebook with it really quick to make and leave it there. You don't have to push people to it, but it, if you happen to, that's great. If not, people will just fill in. Um, and they, some, some didn't want to do that. And now they're coming to me going, I really should have an email list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, if you can at least get that little germ, you know, growing there and get that thing growing, then you can actually have that seed planted. And then if you decide later, you want to make it something bigger or better, or, you know, when I was going on the hundred podcasts last year, I needed somewhere to send people. I couldn't just be like, go to my website. Everything's there, yeah, right? I yeah. needed to give them something. And that yeah. was a great piece to have, even though I hadn't utilized it a lot previously. Now it was the opportunity. I was in front of people that and said, Hey, here's a, my pro toolkit, go and get it. You know, whatever it was that I was giving them.
1: Okay. So. I'm going to say something. It's horrible. Should we not know some of this stuff by now?
0: Yes, but (laughs) we get in our comfort zones and we stick with what we like and what we know. And the other stuff falls off the side because we do get busy. We do have a passion for our business. Marketing is not all of our passion.
1: (laughs) No. And And you are right what i find sometimes too is like even just this morning i had to go in i was having trouble with something on linkedin i had to change something whatever and so i ended up in the back area of linkedin that i hadn't been in a while and i was like Oh, that website is outdated. And we, we do stuff like we do what we call audits monthly on different things that we have so that my team can go and take a look at it with fresh eyes and go through the list and make sure all the links work and stuff. Cause you don't know that things have broken or that there's been an update mm-hmm. somewhere, n- no fault of your own. So I thought, Oh, I'm on top of everything. Cause everything is very organized, but all of a sudden you, you just fall into a room somewhere online that you hadn't been in a while. And you're like, well, not that i think it was squashing you know millions of traffic goers to me but but still it was misinformation which i always say misinformation is worse than no information mm-hmm. so i guess what you're saying is you know, whatever the flavor of the month is, you get caught up and you forget. I I, I constantly say, oh, I forgot I knew that, right? So <laughs> yeah. the the big thing is, oh, we're all of a sudden, we're all pivoting over here because of this or everyone's running the clubhouse. And then you're like, okay, what well, do we have a good opt-in? We ha- When we make that relationship, we have to give them something to opt into us, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that as people do things like clubhouse, you know, they're just doing it, like you said, to do it. They're not looking at it as that opportunity to go, and I have an opt-in, you know? And so what I've tried to get people to do is say, let's say there's five parts of your marketing and you're going to start going on a podcast or you're going to start your own podcast. Basically, you need to build into that new process. If you're going to go on Clubhouse, if you're going to, whatever that new process is for you, you need to make sure that all of your marketing, all pieces of your marketing are being touched as part of your process. So you're going to, at some point, say who you are, that's your brand, right? You're going to, at some point in in these interactions, tell people about your website. That might be a link somewhere. At some point you're gonna say, we're on Facebook, we're on Pinterest. Another point you might say, hey, I wrote a blog about this. And you're gonna talk about the blog post you wrote. And then at another point, maybe at the end, you're gonna say, oh, and I have this opt-in on my website. Here's the link. So I've just touched all five pieces of marketing of my main pieces of marketing, you know, brand website, social blogging, and email marketing as part of my process. When I go out and speak to someone, when I go to a networking event, when I go to, are you talking about
1: doing them all at the same time, giving people five options or making sure you touch one of them,
0: making sure you actually touch all of them in that interaction. So you're going to tell people your name and who you are. That's your brand. You're going to probably say your website at some point, or it's going to be a link somewhere like in show notes or something. So that's already yeah. kind of done. And okay. you might be on your business card if you hand it to them. So that's done. Okay. Then your social, someone might you know, say, Hey, are you on Facebook? Let me like your page or whatnot. And okay. then you're going to say, maybe you have a blog post about something you could throw that in okay. if it's relevant. Okay. And then of course, at the end, throw in that, Hey, we have this opt-in go to our website for this free thing you can get. So you're really using all five pieces of your marketing in one interaction. Of course, when they make sense, some of them may or may not make sense for that interaction. But if you do utilize them, you're getting that diversification and you're allowing someone to pick up on whatever trigger that Mm. they want to pick up on, whether they're like, oh, blogs are my thing. I need to read that blog post or they say, oh, I'll take the free stuff, you know, or they're just like, you know, I want to see what their website looks like. Their card's pretty cool. You know, I need to check this out. So whatever that makes sense for that person, you're kind of giving them these five areas to trigger them in some way to move towards you.
1: Okay. That makes more sense because what I find doesn't work on the show here or with anybody on any podcast and they say, okay, where can people reach you? And they go, and they list like 14 places. And I'm like, okay, nobody can like even putting all those notes in the show notes, it's too many options, right? A confused buyer just does not buy.
0: Right. And that's why you have to spread these things out across your whole process. So if I'm going to speak on a podcast, I'm going to say who I am, what I do, branding, right? My website, maybe throw that in there. And then I'm going to mention things that I've done. I'm going to say like, I was a hundred podcasts. Now you might go, I need to look this girl up. Why was she on hundred podcasts? Let me look up her name. And then you're going to see them all. And so there's these different aspects of marketing that I've touched on for myself that you make would make you go and look me up or look up those things that I've touched on almost all five of my pieces so far.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So let's circle back a little bit here. And I know you take great pride in showing people how to get 12 months of social media done in a day. So can you give us uh, some tips on that? Because if you know, everyone thinks it's the beast that they just can never satisfy. You just can't keep feeding that machine. It just, yeah. that's the overwhelming part.
0: Well, I believe if you have three to four posts a week, that's okay. consistent enough. You don't have to have okay. a post every day. Um, You want to look at your analytics of previous years or previous months um, to see when they should be posted. That's going to be per individual, per company. So you want to look at that on your own. You can also look up, if you don't have any data, you can look up online and see when the best times for your industry are. Okay. And just thinking about the lifestyle of your customers, the timing for that, but three to four times a week is best.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Then you want to break that down. When I sit with customers, I break it down into three months six months or a full 12 months and we take those three or four posts we systematize them week by week and then we create the posts that go for those weeks so we might write two sales posts per product or service and put those on repeat once a week oh really okay so if i have 10 products i might have 20 posts about all my products and services I'll run through them all once and then I'll run through the second post once that's 40 posts. And then I'll start them over again.
1: (laughs) Okay. So hold on. So most of you guys out there, like myself, you're service-based entrepreneurs, right? So we're coaching, whatever, stuff like that. So we don't have widgets and project products. Most of us don't. So my case services. So in case my case right now, we're working on, we're going to be doing this masterclass we're going to be doing giving away a lot of phenomenal information about really super toolkits, how you should be what I call the 60-40 win, form, win formula, that most entrepreneurs are in 80% administrative mode, the web of mm-hmm. admin, and I, we always teach them to be 60% in creation mode and 40% admin mode. Okay. So now we've got posts where I talk about different things. Like maybe you're working crazy hours, maybe you're doing this, or you're chasing other things that are not the good fit for you, like software, or if I have this software. So we might have posts where the end point is join the community, come to our group. We're going to be doing this phenomenal masterclass. Are you saying, would I take that exact same post and then put it up again next week or recycle it? Like the repeat part, I wasn't how frequent and how exact.
0: So even with your your thing you're doing now, this new yeah. program you're doing.
1: Yeah. You yeah. also
0: have other programs, I'm sure, or other coaching yeah. sessions. I could do a one-on-one session. Like yeah. you have other sessions that are kind of static. They're they're always there, they're always available, right? Yeah, yeah. So I would say those are also your products or services. Okay. So I would also bring some of those forward. So for example, when I do my products, I have my 5-day session. That's one. Okay. And then I have some alternate sessions and I have a coaching session. Those are always out there. I don't talk about them so much, but they're always hanging out there. So, and, I, and when I do new things like a new program comes along, a six week program, whatever, something short, that is considered a separate event. So I don't typically throw those in unless they're going to stay within my consistent okay. number, you know, packages. And Inventory. Like yeah. Right. So um, I will focus on the things that are static. For this year-long project that we're going to create okay. all this content the other stuff is going to be what i call uh, the more the merrier it's okay. if you have more stuff to post let's say you're a realtor and you're like i don't know what houses I'm going to sell in six months that doesn't matter you always have stuff to say as a realtor you always have a service to sell as a realtor and you want to write enough posts so you might only say well i'm a realtor i only have one type of post to put out and only one service right so I'm only going to write two posts. No, then you would write like six because you only have one service. You're a realtor. You, you help sellers or you help buyers, right? That's kind of your thing. So you might write two or three posts for sellers, two or three posts for buyers. And you repeat those six because after six weeks, people don't remember what you posted.
1: Right. And
0: okay. new people have come in and they didn't see what you posted right. six weeks ago. So that's going to recycle itself anyway. And it's better to use posts that you've already posted. You could tweak them a little bit if you wanted, But even to get six months in is going to be better than having uh, three months of hardcore posting and then nothing because, you know, we all fall off the bandwagon.
1: (laughs) And then you have to write as much and then you can also test and see which ones do better and recycle those and all that stuff. Okay, fabulous. All right. That makes sense. I got it. I'm following you now. I'm hip to your jive. Okay. (laughs) All right. So we've got a couple minutes left. What's the last big thing you feel like is overlooked that we should really pay attention to?
0: Well, definitely the sales post, which we just mentioned. A lot of people forget to sell. They always do so much other type of posting that they forget to sell. Um, But also to put in educational posts take okay. one of those days a week and make it an educational day because there's so much we have our FAQs we can go through those and rewrite those and post them because not many people go to your FAQ page unless they're really looking for that answer to that question and that's going to be a few of your customers not all right. of your customers but to remind people yes we do this no we don't do that this is why this is this way um and so bringing some of that great content from that FAQ page or from your blog and making them small posts and repeating those throughout the year, um, whether it's 10 or 20 or 30, um, then you could do 27, 26, 27 posts, Mm. and that's six months worth. So that's only 27 questions you have to come up with. And I'm sure your clients have asked you more than 27 questions. (laughs)
1: Yes. And you know, that happens to so many of us and you look at the ceiling and go, what do they ask? Right. So even if you just have something on your phone or somewhere, we just keep adding those questions to the list. So then you have them there because it all, you know, you know, you get all these questions, but then when you have to sit down and write something, you're like, um, right. I can't think of I'll do this tomorrow. So, okay, perfect. All right. Powerful points. All right, Elizabeth, in case no one didn't tell you today, you're awesome. And where can people reach out and find more of your brilliance?
0: Well, you can go to getabsolutemarketing.com and I have two free things there. One at the top two. of the page and one at the bottom of the page. I have a free pro toolkit, all the tools I use every day. And then I okay. have a free membership community and I'd love to see people there.
1: Okay, awesome. Sounds great. Okay, I'm, I'm writing that down, so I'm going right after the show. Okay, everyone else, we will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much, Elizabeth. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift from That's free gift, G-I-F-T, from chris, K-R-I-S, dot com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.